0: Welcome to Answers May Vary. Each week, we listen to your dilemmas and try to come up with workable solutions you can put into place to start improving your teaching life today. I'm Kate Harkins. And I'm Stephanie Handley. And together with you, we're Three Heads. This week, we are talking about teacher self-care. It is currently summer, the height of self-care season for teachers. (laughs) However, self-care should be something that we take care of all year long and not something we put off until Mm -hmm. summer, which I think is something that we do as teachers. This past year was definitely a difficult one Mm -hmm. for a lot of people. I don't think that there is a teacher, even teachers who overall had good years would probably not say was fantastic.
1: It really, was problem-free. Really enjoyed the 2021-22 school year.
0: <laughs> so lots of us are taking this as an opportunity to reflect, reevaluate, how can I make things better? Because quite honestly, if you don't take care of mm-hmm. yourself, you can't last in this profession. Yeah. You will do damage to your physical, mental, emotional well-being yeah. because this job will suck
1: the life out of (laughs) you if allowed to do so. Yeah. And I think one of the most important points I want to make, because I didn't know this really until (laughs) last year is all of what Kate just said, but (laughs) I started seeing a therapist a couple years ago and she would ask me all the time about what I'm doing for self-care. And I so thought that term meant bubble baths and massages and just luxury, that's not what it means. It literally means like the tasks you need to do to take care of yourself and your body, your home, your your physical health, your family, whatever that looks like. And it was just such a revelation to me that it was like, oh, this isn't like a luxury that I enjoy that is really easy to procrastinate because it doesn't feel essential. But no, literally, this is doing the dishes so they're not piled up. This is going to bed at a reasonable hour. It's Mm -hmm. doing the things that are going to keep my body functioning for many years. And those aren't things that you can just keep putting off. And yet, I think as teachers, those are the first things to go. When Mm -hmm. life gets busy, life gets crazy. And I think that teachers are often made to feel if you're not just sticking an IV into your (laughs) arm and letting other people have all you've got, Mm -hmm. you're being selfish. And that's not a sustainable way to live. (laughs) Yeah, I think in lots of professions,
0: it's acceptable to have your out of office on. Or if you don't have that kind of profession, then you have time in your schedule. Mm -hmm. So a policeman or a fireman can't do out of office while (laughs) on duty, but their schedule is created in such a way that they do have time where they get to go away from their job. And what I think unfortunately has happened with T teachers is that as a society, we say, you have summer. Okay. And thank you for that. It is a time of year I don't get paid for unless I make the personal decision to spread out my paycheck over the year. So it's not quite the same thing. But those two months don't make up for having no time Mm -hmm. to yourself to be on duty for nine months of Mm -hmm. the year, which I think is very much what certainly your students oftentimes their parents think that whenever they email you, you should be replying. Whenever they want to have a meeting, you should be available. If they're available at 6 p.m., you should be available mm-hmm. at 6 p.m. If they're available at 7 a.m., you should be available at 7 a.m. And the thing is, is that in the professional world, yeah, do you have meetings at 6 p.m. sometimes and 7 a.m. sometimes? Of course. But it's not something that is expected on a day basis as part of your professional responsibilities.
1: Mm -hmm. I think it's really easy to roll your eyes when you hear people say, oh, you can take care of others better when you take care of yourself first. But it's true. Like that actually is legitimately a true statement. And so it is something that we need to remember being in a service job where we are asked to take care of others on a regular Mm -hmm. basis. Now, if you have any connection to education, you've probably heard there's a mental health crisis. (laughs) with teachers right now. Teachers are quitting. The best data I can find relatively easily, NEA did a survey in January that said 55% of teachers are planning to leave the classroom earlier than anticipated, which is up from 37% in August. So just in four months, you have this massive jump in in teachers who are not planning to stay in the profession as long as their original intent. I think there's
0: a tendency for a lot of people to see that and assume that means 55% of teachers are leaving the classroom right right now. Leaving earlier than anticipated, right? As teachers, we have a strange profession in this day and age. 60 years ago, everybody had this kind of profession where you start when you're 22, 23, Mm -hmm. 24, and you do it until you're 65. And so leaving earlier than anticipated means I no longer plan to do this job until I retire, which is a really big shift for Mm -hmm. teachers. It's something that we haven't ever seen before. We didn't have that kind of turnover. And I think that when you have 55% of your teachers leaving the profession within five years, that is oftentimes easily dismissed Mm -hmm. of the way that teaching actually is versus how it's portrayed by society and certainly how you are prepared for it at the college level. It's pretty, that seems pretty spot on to me (laughs) to lose 55% in the first five years. That's not to say that's a good thing and that doesn't need to be addressed. It certainly does. But- When you have your tenured population that was committing to the job until 65, now saying, I may not be leaving tomorrow, but I am working on an exit plan or the first chance I get, I'm going to be out of here. That kind of thing needs to be addressed because Mm -hmm. who is
1: going to be in the classroom? (laughs) And it's scary if you're not familiar with this or you've just heard about it and you're rolling your eyes at these teachers who aren't working hard or, who are burning out so easily, I'd encourage you to read some of the articles that are out there because it's heartbreaking to read the descriptions of teachers who are having panic attacks, Mm -hmm. who are just hanging on by a thread. And it hurts my heart, one, because no one should feel that way on a regular basis, but also because I was there. Like I can relate to that. And it's so true. Like reading those articles just resonates with me so much. And I think I'm hearing so much more from more and more people that are feeling this way, that are breaking down when they have a moment to talk to someone who understands. And it really is a problem that at some point is going to lead to a crisis if it's not addressed. We can't solve the problem on a global level, but we
0: can talk about some things that maybe you can start thinking about or putting into place so that you, aren't at that emergency level Mm -hmm. all the
1: time as you're going into this next school year. Yeah. And one thing that I would encourage you to do, especially in the summer, I found this really helpful as a first step is to just pay attention to the normal stuff you do in the summer and how long it takes you. Because I think it's like mind boggling to me always to like the first two weeks of summer is I'm just going to lay on the couch and binge (laughs) watch shows or whatever. But in end of June, beginning of July to be like, I'm not working, but I've been busy all day. And to mm-hmm. realize that, wow, it really took most of my day to go grocery shopping, do my laundry, mm-hmm. run a vacuum, do my eyebrows, whatever, <laughs> just like really like basic essential stuff that in the school you're trying to squeeze into the 15 minutes I have here and there. And I think it was really eye-opening to me to realize, no, it literally actually takes a fair amount of time to take care of yourself and to do the things that are not summer things like these are things normal
0: <laughs> people do all year long. Yeah. So let's break down what these are. So the first thing, are you taking care of your physical body? Are you getting a physical? Are you mm-hmm. seeing your doctor? I think lots of times teachers, we don't do those kind of things because we aren't able to have a doctor's appointment at the time that our doctors have appointments right. available, but prioritizing that. Are you eating healthy food? Are you exercising? Are you sleeping? Oftentimes we have so much running through our brains. It's four o'clock in the morning and we're thinking about that interaction we had with a student yesterday and thinking about how we should have handled it differently or it's midnight and we're thinking about that student who was so stressed out about college applications and we're thinking about what we say to them in order to make It better, it
1: just never turns off. Or you literally have so much work to do that you're staying up till unreasonable hours getting it done. Yeah. Yeah. Are you
0: doing personal grooming things that make you feel better about yourself? I think oftentimes as teachers, we tend to give up on those Mm -hmm. things. We start out the year with our cute outfits and our fresh haircuts and all that kind of thing, and then it just goes by the wayside and we're in sweatshirts and jeans and that kind of thing. But remember, you are a professional and you want to feel good as a professional. So what makes you feel good as a professional? Is it how you look? Is it how you dress? Is it the way you carry yourself? Is it that students don't comment on the fact that you've worn the same (laughs) outfit several times (laughs) over the past couple of weeks? Whatever, if that is important to you, and I know that, For me, that was so important. The way I dressed 100% influenced how I felt in the classroom. So if that is important to you, are you prioritizing that?
1: And really, I think to some extent, everyone should have something that kind of fits there, right? Because maybe you don't care about the clothes that you're wearing or something like that, but are you putting on moisturizer in the morning? Just even those little things that make you feel good about yourself, because we all know what it feels like to feel like, ugh, this is not a good day. Yeah. (laughs) In addition, are you doing at least the bare minimum to keep your home or apartment a pleasant place to be? Now, this doesn't mean you have to be the world's best house cleaner and have an immaculate home, but- do you have time to do the dishes, run a vacuum, put your laundry away, just really kind of the bare minimum that it takes to be a reasonable human being. And I think that for me is always something that goes quickly, but it makes me feel bad because it's like, on the one hand, I know I should be doing it. So I feel guilty, but also like, I don't want to come home to a messy apartment. I want to come home to something that is a pleasant place to be. That is where I want to spend time, where I want to cook because the sink's not full of dishes, that sort of thing.
0: Are you spending spending appropriate amounts of time with your family, with your friends, with your significant other. I think that for teachers, this is very often the first thing to go is that I'm available as a friend during the summer. Mm -hmm. I am not available as a friend during the school year. I'm available as a mom during the summer. Mm -hmm. I know that is often how I felt was like, oh, I'm trying to squeeze in a year worth of mom (laughs) in two months. No, your child is your child. (laughs) Ten other Months of the school year or of the year. So, are you showing up in the ways that you need to? Are you being the wife or the partner that you need to be? Because I think that we get an awful lot of grace from our loved ones who know we have a very stressful job that demands a lot of us, but they deserve some of us too. If we're looking at it in terms of long term investments, the investments that you make. In the relationships you have with people outside of work, those are going to generate far greater Mm -hmm. yields than anything that takes place in your.
1: And you need them. You can find tons of studies showing that humans do better when they have people who are in their life and caring Mm -hmm. about them. I would also just add to that, we are saying spending appropriate amounts of time, but be realistic about what that looks like. I know for me, that could sometimes become a burden of, oh, what do they think is an appropriate amount of time? Or what does the world tell me is an appropriate amount of time? And you do have to work that out and figure it out because you can't give, you have a limited number of hours a day. And You do have to give hours to your job, to yourself, to other things. And so try to find that balance between, yes, this is important to me and I want to invest time here, but it's not yet one more thing that is making you feel guilty and draining that energy. For sure.
0: To all of these people, family, friends, significant other, students, administration, parents, it's okay to say, I won't be doing that
1: today. (laughs) No, not right (laughs) now. And that can feel untrue, but it is very much true. Do you have time sometime during the day to just sit and be, to feel your emotions, to form your own opinions, to just breathe? I think the pandemic was really eye-opening for me in the sense of, huh, I haven't really thought about some of these things. I don't really know what I think about that. Or I haven't had, oh, huh. I said that I thought this because that's what I grew up thinking or what is in the news. But now that I have time to process, I'm not interested in that. That's not who I want to be. That's not, and it is important. Do you have time every day to just sit and be? And it doesn't have to be for a long time, but you need 15 minutes to just be quiet and feel your emotions. Not addressing those ever is going to backfire on you at some point. (laughs) They will come out. Have time to form your own opinions. It was amazing to me in the pandemic just how how much I realized that I was just going with the people who surrounded me on all kinds of things because I didn't have the time and the space to think through, what do I believe? What do I like? What's important to me? What do I want? And those are important things. And to just breathe, to just lay on your bed for five minutes and not do anything is really important for your health and well-being.
0: Do you have time to do things that make you happy and that you find relaxing? I know my husband, when I was Will be particularly stressed out. He'll be like, do you want to go shopping? And when I say no to that, I'm like, I love shopping. Why am I saying no to that? And sometimes I literally can't make it happen. Yeah. But other times I could carve out this time and make this happen. And you know what? I have a right to, <laughs> on the weekend, be able to go to the mall and shop for a little bit and not feel guilty. Yeah. But I think that as teachers, we often carry around this guilt Mm -hmm. of, oh, I should be grading papers. I should be planning. I should be doing this, that, and the other thing because there's always something for us to do. But we also have the right to
1: at times say no and I need time for myself. And I would also just add, and this is gonna be different for different people, but everyone has other things that are essential to them. Maybe Mm -hmm. you go to church. Maybe you are really involved in a community Community service organization. Maybe you're into political activism and you want it to be part of your life. It's part of who you are. It's part of your identity, your values, your worldview. You need time for that. That is allowed and valid and something that you can devote time to and should be able to devote time to. Your job is not your entire life or identity. And so I think as you're paying attention to these things, it's going to be a process of revision. You're never going to like, okay, now I've got it. Self-care mastered because one summer Mm -hmm. I paid attention to what I do. But as you start to figure out, okay, these are the things that I need to do, you need to recognize that they are part of being human and they do take time. It's not a luxury to do your laundry. It's not a luxury to work out or eat healthy or sit still for 15 minutes. And I think I've found almost it's been really funny in the last few years as I've really been reflecting on this and learning to scale back that I'll be like, okay, here's my list of essential things that I need to make time for every day. And then two weeks will pass and there'll be like a third of the list I actually got to. And it's, okay, is that really an essential then? Because I didn't get to it in three weeks. And it's just been for me this process of paring down to what are really the things that I need to do to be a healthy, happy person? And what are things that I maybe need to let go of and say, it'd be cool if I had time for that, but I don't. But the human things are not the things that you should be letting go there. And
0: at different times in your life, different things Mm -hmm. will
1: take priority over others. So
0: you do have to continually revisit it and reevaluate. And yeah, maybe at one point you needed to spend a lot of time focusing on this, but now you need to spend time focusing on that. And so it's that continual process of revisiting, Mm -hmm. revisiting. So when you start to feel things out of whack, Mm -hmm. then maybe it's time to reevaluate.
1: Yeah. And as you're doing Start to be honest with yourself about what boundaries you have to set to make this happen. So what can you outsource? I think for me, one time I was like, you know what? I'm tired of feeling guilty for not cleaning my house enough. I'm going to just hire a housekeeper. And I think I felt so guilty. Oh, I just live in an apartment. I should be able to do this myself. And it was like, okay, but you're not. So just outsource it. Just do it. Hire a company like Three Heads to help (laughs) you with your lesson planning. But find those things that you don't actually have to do yourself.
0: What can you let go? Are there scheduled activities or things that you have committed to doing that maybe you'd committed to out of a sense of obligation Mm -hmm. that aren't really that important to you? Then get it off your plate. Mm -hmm. Say, I'm sorry, I just can't do that anymore. And you'll start to feel better Mm -hmm. freeing up the people that you had made the commitment to to find alternate plans. Mm -hmm. But you're also freeing yourself up from that guilt of either going to do the thing, that really don't think you have time for, or the guilt of having said, I can't go
1: and do this because it's not a priority. Yeah,
0: <laughs> And so canceling is your way of showing that.
1: And I think even things like hobbies. Okay, I could think of 12 things I would like to do. I don't actually have time to do 12 things. So which one is the one I'm going to make time for? I would love to be friends with 35 people, but that's <laughs> humanly impossible. So pare that down to so what are the couple of friendships that you, want to really invest your time in. And then you have that, like Kate's saying, now you freed up that time to invest and really be a good friend in those relationships.
0: Then look at what's left. Hopefully at this point, you now have your non-negotiables. These are the things that are important to me that I need to do in order to live the life that I want to live. Now, how do we make that possible. How do we fit that in? Does it mean we get up earlier? We stay up later? Does it mean that we don't stay after school Mm -hmm. every single day? Does it mean that we're not available at all hours of the day and night to our students? What practically do you need to do in order to make
1: this a reality? Yeah. And then ask for help. You probably can't achieve that by yourself. Find another teacher to collaborate with to help share that workload. Get into therapy. I will go to my grave saying therapy is like the best thing in the world (laughs) for everyone. Have an honest conversation with your family, whether that is expectations for how much time you're spending together, how you can divide up the chores differently. Whatever it is, you probably can't live the life that you want all by yourself. And so ask. It's hard and it's scary sometimes to be that vulnerable, but ask for help and see how you can work with the people you love to make make things more doable for you. Yeah.
0: We are going to end this episode with a challenge for you. We want you to pick one to two things that you can commit to putting into practice this school year in order to take better care of yourself. Don't try to overhaul your entire (laughs) life. Don't try to become an entirely new person. It's too hard. You'll get discouraged. (laughs) Let's take some baby steps. One to two things. One that is maybe Just for you Mm -hmm. and one that is going to make you a better friend, family member, partner, mother, daughter, whatever (laughs) it is, that's going to help improve a relationship Mm -hmm. with someone else. And see what you can accomplish this year.
1: And you'll find that if you focus on those one or two things, they'll become routine. They'll be part of your life. And then you can pick a new one to add in. <laughs> but it'll feel a lot more manageable than trying to just start all over and then falling apart in the end of October, just like this year. <laughs> it's hard. October is
0: hard. There's it's not rough. a single
1: holiday. October, March, May. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much for joining us. We hope that something we said resonated with you, we really hope you take us up on the challenge and that you can put something into place that is going to improve your life, not just your teaching life. If you have a dilemma you'd like to talk to us about or you'd like to hear us talk about, email us at hello at threeheads.works. If you haven't heard enough on this topic yet, we encourage you to check out our related YouTube video and blog post, each of which are linked in the show notes down below. And as always, if you want to be notified of our next upload, be sure to follow us. Thanks so much. Talk soon. Bye. Bye.